Welcome to the C Word Podcast. I'm your host, Beck Hughes. This is where creative meets business. Here we explore what it takes to harness your creative gifts and turn them into a thriving business. You can have a brand and business that allow you to create work that feels amazing to call yours, have clients you love serving, and live a life that feels like the only place you want to be. Hey there, welcome to the C Word Podcast the place where I come together with my favourite people. And we talk all things about being a creative in business because, you know, it's a special, unique little part of the world. When you're a creative person, you're a visual person, and you decide to wrap that skill set up into a business, it has its own unique challenges, which are wonderful and amazing, but also unique and special. And therefore, I love to dedicate my time to talking about my experiences in that field, the experiences of my client, and really sharing my insights that might help you along your journey too. So today I've got a question for you. How are you with goal setting? 2023 is upon us, peeps. So the plan, the vision, the goals may well be starting to creep into your consciousness. And maybe that's welcome and exciting, or maybe not so much. But to be honest, getting clear around what you want to achieve and how you get there, it's kind of important. It's kind of essential really in business. I will admit that it has been hit and miss in my business. I have had flourishes of goal setting, but don't think I've always necessarily seen it through until that is I decided on a really simple principle that is the one I share with all my clients in design and creative businesses And that is the rule of one principle for goal setting. And I'll talk to you about why I love that principle, why goal setting has in the past not been my favorite thing to do. And I'll talk you through the the principle. So you maybe can use it in your own business if you're starting to think about goal setting for 2023. Now, I have been busy planning for the first monthly coaching call for next year inside my creative value incubator, which is going to be a goal setting session. Of course it is, it will be January. And that also got me thinking about the challenges and feelings I often hear swarming around the whole topic of goal setting. Oh, it's boring, it's overwhelming, it's confusing. I don't know where to start. It gets too complicated or I do the brain dump, but then it just sits in a notebook for the rest of the year. Or I don't do Excel because for some reason, goal setting templates always seem to be in Excel. And who loves that? Not me. Well, goal setting doesn't have to be any of those things, I don't think. And I was reminded of that as I was pulling together my rule of one goal setting framework that I want to share with my clients in the new year. So in today's podcast, I want to talk about some of the challenges with goal setting, why I think it's a stumbling block for some creatives and visual people, and I'll share the principles behind my rule of one goal setting framework. And you need to stick around because at the end, I have something to share with you that will kickstart your goal setting for 2023. So like I said, goal setting gets a bit of a bad press, don't you think? 
But it is good for business if you can find a way that works for you. And I think that's true of everything. There are things that are proven to work. And that doesn't mean to say you have to follow them blindly. But if there's evidence to say that they work and they've had an impact, then they are worth considering. And if they don't work for you, it doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't do them. It just means you've got to find the way of doing it that works for you. And that's what has been my endeavor when it comes to goal setting. Now, one thing to note is that your goal setting for your business doesn't replace your financial goals or your financial aspirations or targets, what you want to generate in revenue and what you want to pay yourself. And it doesn't replace your marketing and content planning. That's what you do every day to raise the profile, generate interest, make connections with the right people in your business. Having revenue targets is a given really for any business. But I believe your business goals will run a bit deeper than that. It focuses on what you will do to support your financial aspirations. What are you going to do in your business not just around your marketing, but in lots of other ways to achieve those financial targets. This is about your business as a whole. It could be linked to systems, your personal growth, new products or services, financial improvements, or operational objectives that you might have, like adding a team member. So your goal setting for the year takes in a lot more than your marketing and it runs a lot deeper than your financial targets. I just want to make that clear because sometimes I think it just gets a bit bundled up. Well, I've done my goal setting for the year and it means that you've plucked out a financial number that you want to achieve. But I think it needs so much more than that. So first off, let's talk about why goal setting can get shelved. I think there are a couple of problems that I've come up against, which can get in the way, I think. Firstly, it doesn't always feel connected. And what I mean by that, it's either lots of actions and to-dos that don't necessarily connect back to a bigger picture aspiration. So they don't really move things forward in the right way. You're just doing the stuff, but get a bit burned out because it's actually just not the right stuff. It's not the stuff that gets you to where you want to be. Or on the flip side, there's lots of navel gazing and broad goal setting and big picture ideation, but that doesn't translate into action. And for me, both of those ways of doing goal setting just didn't work. I got frustrated that, yes, maybe I did the goal setting and set the big picture, but then I never really felt that that panned out during my year and I knew what I should be doing to achieve those goals. So I needed to bring all of that together into one place so it felt connected to me. Just one complete thread from big picture aspirations to action. That's what I wanted to help me ensure that my goals were reflective of what I wanted to do in my business. But then I saw it through in my actions through the year. Secondly, it can get a little bit flipping long winded which for me as a visual person ends up just getting a bit lost amongst lots and lots of words. Now, I don't have anything against words. I love reading. I did an English degree, for goodness sake. But when I want to be focused on action, I just wanted things to be simplified and more succinct. I didn't want to get caught up in like smart objectives or other terminology that can make goal setting feel way too corporate. And I think that's what lends itself to the overcomplicating of it, making it super wordy. 
So I wanted to get away from that and try and make my goal setting much more succinct. And thirdly, I think goal setting can feel like it leaves you with this really big mountain to climb. You know, you've got to get under the skin of things and create lots and lots of goals and have so many objectives and tasks and to-dos. And it often, ironically, ends up with no action because it then just seems so overwhelming. Hence my rule of one principle when it comes to any kind of goal setting in business. Keep it simple. Because I think the simpler it is, the more likely you are to actually do it, to follow it through. So how does it all work, this approach of mine that I'm talking about? Well, it's all about creating a total snapshot to take you from aspiration to action, something that's simple, that's created so it will actually get done, not sit on a shelf gathering dust. And it's based on what I call the A-frame. So the A-frame consists of audit, aspiration, ambition, aim, and action. And they're a funnel. Those things create a funnel for me that link the learnings of what's gone before, the big picture aspirations trickling right down to action. And it's all connected. So let's start with the audit, looking back at the past year. It's really just about asking yourself six simple questions based on six creative business checkpoints that I always love to look at. When I say love to look at, I find it's important to look at, but it's also quite rewarding and interesting to look at. The first one is money. So retrospectively looking back, what do you think about the money you generated in your business? Secondly, creative. How do you feel about the solutions and creative work you offered? Then clients. How do you feel about the clients you worked with? When you think about those clients, how does that make you feel? Time. What do you think about the space and time you had to do what you wanted and needed to do in your business when you reflect? The fifth is mindset. What were your thoughts and beliefs about your ability to achieve what you wanted? And then finally, feels. How did your business make you feel? Now, all of those questions are framed in a very particular way. They're not yes or no answers. They are questions that encourage you, prompt you to think more deeply about each of those areas of your business and give a deeper response to what was working and what wasn't working. And it really focuses a lot around your thoughts and your feelings around those areas as well as your performance. So it's not just about the facts and the figures, they come into it too, but this is also about how you felt about your business. So that's the first thing to do is to audit your business, but an audit can get very hefty, can't it? So that's why I just want to focus on those six key areas and answering those six questions. So that's where you start. And then you use that, you use your response to those questions to craft one aspiration for the year based on the shifts that you want to make in those six key checkpoints. So this is your narrative for how you want the year to pan out. What do you want your business to look like at the end of 2023? So we've looked at what it looks like at the end of 2022, but what would you want your answers to be to those questions at the end of next year when you put yourself forward 12 months? 
So this is an exercise of saying, this is where I am now, I've done my audit, and this is what I want the audit to look like next year. So you're creating that one aspiration for how you want this coming year to pan out. That's your annual aspiration. Then you set one ambition for each quarter. Remember that this doesn't replace your marketing plan and what you're doing day to day, but you create one bigger transformational ambition for each quarter that is going to move you towards your one aspiration. So examples of that one ambition each quarter could be things like to elevate your client experience, improve your profitability, or launch a new service, or rebrand and repositioning yourself, or build your profile and your authority as a creative, or to define and own your niche, for example. So they're bigger, chunkier ambitions that you might have. And this might not feel like much. To choose one thing a quarter might seem a bit light on, well, that's only four things. But you, if you achieved four major things in your business in a year, I think for many of us, that might be a big step forward, a bigger step forward than you've made in the past. This is about being actionable, simple and impactful, remember. So there's no point in overloading your goals for the year and then potentially not achieving any of them. I want this to be kept simple and achievable but still have big impact. So choose the things that will have the biggest impact, the biggest transformation in your business. So next down the funnel, so we're moving down the funnel, we've done an aspiration, we've done an ambition, we've done four, one for each quarter. Next, it's one aim each month. So in a quarter, we've got three months. So that's three things, one for each month of the quarter that will move you towards that ambition. Now, I suggest that maybe you do this quarterly or maybe you do it for two quarters at a time if you're feeling inspired. You don't have to do the whole year. You don't have to do the whole year of monthly aims, things that you will do each month. I definitely suggest that you do your quarterly ambitions, but then you can come back to breaking that down at the start of each quarter. And each quarter you define one aim each month that will move you towards your ambition for that quarter. So if your ambition for quarter one is to improve profitability, let's say one of the examples I shared, your monthly aims might be in month one, you'll review your financials and identify the opportunities for improving your profitability. Month two, you're going to implement a price increase and streamline your services perhaps. And month three, you're going to look at implementing time-saving, efficiency-focused systems. So can you see how your aims for each month move back up the funnel to deliver on your ambition for that quarter? And then from there, the final part of the funnel is you define one action a week. Just one thing that will move you towards that monthly aim and therefore your quarterly ambition and therefore your annual aspiration. So everything ladders back to your big, bullshit aspiration for the year. So to come back to our example, to use that to illustrate the point, if your aim for the month is about reviewing your financials and identifying the opportunities to improve your profitability. 
Your weekly actions for that month might look something like week one, you're going to collect together all of the data, income and profit by service, your spending, what you're paying yourself, your productivity data. That's what you're going to do. Week two, you'll review all that data and identify, define, understand where the weaknesses and the opportunities are. Week three, you might decide that you want to engage somebody else to talk to a coach or your accountant about what you've observed and what their thoughts might be. And week four, you decide what you want to implement to change things around your profitability. So those were your four actions, one a week. That's all I want you to do. If you do one a week to move you towards that monthly aim, then you're making progress. If you achieve that in a month, I think you're doing well. And sometimes, like I said, I keep coming back to, I think we over-egg, over-engineer what we can achieve in a week. And we overload ourselves with ambitions of, oh, I wanted to do that and I should be doing that. And then you end up not doing anything. So that's what I'm saying. I'd rather you choose one thing, one thing a week, one thing a month, one thing a quarter, one thing for the year, and that you make real progress. And my final tip, which is an important one, that is the crux of all of this, making all of this a success, is that you lock time in for it. Lock in, what, half a day a week, maybe, to work on the thing. And if you haven't got the time, if you're sitting there going, oh, how am I going to find half a day a week to work on this? Well, to be honest with you, your first quarterly ambition should probably be to get balance in your business around your time and your productivity. Because if you want to grow, if you want to make the shifts that you want to make, you have to find the time. And this isn't about just scrabbling around finding the time. I promise you the time's there. It just needs you to make some changes in the way you do business and perhaps in your mindset to find that time and carve it out. It's not that it doesn't exist. It's just maybe at the moment you haven't created the perfect storm to have it in your hot little hands. So to recap, one annual aspiration, one quarterly ambition, something impactful you want to achieve, one monthly aim to move you towards that ambition, one weekly action to build on making it a reality, to keep your momentum going. And there's so much clarity in that because each month you know what you're doing. So you know what you need to do each week because you're working towards that one key thing. Like I said, it doesn't negate needing to do the daily work around your clients and around your marketing and around your content. But this is about the bigger things that come outside of your marketing maybe that are going to make change in your business. One action a week that ladders back to your ambition for 2023 could add up to 40 plus actions in a year. And that, I promise you, is going to shift the dial. If you did that many things for your business that are intentional because they're moving you towards your goals, towards your aspiration, then at the end of 2023, that audit is going to look like you wanted it to look. So if you like the idea of the rule of one goal setting framework and making things a bit simpler, more succinct and action orientated for 2023, because that's what I'm about. If you listen to the last podcast on Woodoo, we're about mindset, but we're also about getting the SHIT done. You better jump into 
my Aspiration to Action Bootcamp in January. It starts on Monday the 23rd of Jan and it runs for a whole week. Look, you're not going to sign away your life for that week. You don't have to lock yourself down, tell the family that you can't speak to them. It doesn't require that much input. You need about 30 or 40 minutes a day. I'll send you a little five or 10 minute video each day and then you need to dedicate 20 or 30 minutes to work on it. I'll share my aspiration to action template with you to bring all this that I've been talking about to life. And all you really need to do is work through it with my guidance. So if you're keen to kick off 2023 right, then head over to www.bethughes.com forward slash one and join me. And if you're listening to this after the 22nd of January, because we start on the 23rd, never fear. You can still head over there to that same webpage and download the PDF of the framework and work through that. So do it. Make 2023 a bit different when it comes to your goal setting. Not something that becomes a headache, that you loathe doing, that you just find a bit yawn worthy, that you enjoy doing because it's focused on aspiration and it's focused on doing and it feels manageable. And make 2023 the year that you look back at the end and go, wow, I did a ton during that year. I really made a difference. But it felt, I won't say effortless, because I hate it when people say that, because it's nothing, not true, nothing's effortless. But it felt in flow. It felt manageable. It felt like you were getting somewhere, and that gives you momentum, right? So come on, come and join me. It'll be awesome. Have an amazing Christmas festive break. Enjoy your new year. Enjoy the summer if you're in Australia. Enjoy the beautiful crisp winter if you're somewhere else. Have an amazing week and I will see you in January, right? We're going to do goal setting together. Let's do it. Chat to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me, Beck Hughes, on the C Word podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends and business buddies who might like to listen in too. The music for this podcast is by Red Productions on Pixabay.